five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome to Truth, Beer, and Podsequences. So this is the podcast where my co-host and I listen to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts from the previous week. We get together here at our gracious podcast host, BC's Bottle Lodge Montgomery, and, you know, we, we talk about things. And hopefully there aren't any or too many consequences from the hosts of the other shows. So far, so good. Thank you all for coming out to Truth Beer Pod Live. My uh, supervisor made it out here today. Hello, <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone, for coming. I am Marco. I am a brewer and a bartender here locally. And I am going to introduce the best co-host in Podcastlandia. Hi, guys. I am Julia, and I drink all the beers the craft beers in Cincinnati, and I also like to write funny things about the higher gravity beer vent calendar during beer vent season, which is coming up. If you have not bought your beer vent box yet, do so. It is on sale now at HigherGravityCraftHouseHAUS.com. I don't know what's so funny about that, but hey, you know, it's all good. Now, <laughs> we love our studio audience tonight. This is absolutely amazing. Uh, all sales through the end of July get a, a pint glass that is designed by Scott Hand. If you love urban artifacts art, you will love this glass. So get your orders in. Once the beer vent calendars sell out, they are gone. So September, November, when you say, man, I really want one of those, too bad, so sad, they're going to give you a big middle finger and say you should have ordered them early. So get the those orders in. Uh, other than that, thank you so much for being here. If you like our show, please like, subscribe, review, share, all that good stuff. Follow us on social media, at TruthBeerPod. Email us any ideas, comments, uh, sponsorship opportunities. Yes. TruthBeerPod at gmail.com. If you'd like to monetarily donate to the show, TruthBeerPod.com has a big blue support us link. And for our one-year anniversary, podcast anniversary show, Blocks Spiked Ice has sponsored Thank you, this episode. Thank you, Blocks. They dropped Thank you, off. Blocks. They dropped off a big old blocks of blocks. We have so much blocks. I I am just kind of beside myself with <laughs> with their generosity. Cannot thank them and enough. Blocks and blocks. And they're another local Cincinnati company, so we are still supporting locals. So if you have not had blocks, they're in Kroger's locations. They're in all kinds of the local bars around town. Check them out. Get a blocks by itself. Drop it in a lager for an extra punch of flavor. They're great. We put them in beers we that we probably shouldn't put them in. We've done that before. <laughs> Several times. Everyone of legal, legal drinking age is getting a blocks tonight. Hell yeah. All right. So this is Thank a... You, sir. <laughs> this is a podcast about Cincinnati Craft Beer Podcast. So Marco, did you happen to listen to the following podcast this week? Okay. We okay. have... Let's get ready to drink the Cincinnati Brewcast. Ah, yes. Got a drink when I mispronounce or misstate that podcast name. All right, we got that one. We also have the Brews Travelers Outcast podcast. I did. I listened to that one. We have Craft Parenting Podcast, a bonus episode that was released this week. Yep. Awesome. And Shift Beers. Of course. One of the most fun podcasts to recap. What do you want to start with? 
I want to start with Craft Parenting Pod. All right, let me flip my notes. Because as you know, I take extremely detailed notes of all of the Craft Beer podcasts because otherwise I won't remember a damn thing about what I listen to. All my notes to. right up here, right in between these things. My notes notes aren't laminated. My, sh- my pre-production meeting show notes are. Huge shout out to post-producer Jason of the show who is heading out. Yay. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thanks Again, stopping higher by. gravity, support them, buy stuff from them, get your beer vent calendars. And he will text us uh, after we post this episode about everything that we messed up on on, uh, on Saturday. So apologies in advance. <laughs> All right, Crap Parenting Podcast, episode 68.5, the one with, and I'm not going to pronounce this right, no matter how hard I try, Hefeweizen beers. Hefeweizen. 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 They got into a lot about, no matter how we say it, we're going to do it wrong. So That's our truth. It's our truth, and that's what we're going to stick with. They drank some Hefeys from High Grain Brewing, Alexandria Brewing, and Sonder Brewing. Uh, I don't believe they had had any of these beers before, so it was a Can't new to them. They didn't, they didn't have any West Side? No, it's not out in cans yet. Uh, or, well, it was a while back, but it wasn't readily they available. They just had to make so. mention about the West Side. I know, again. I know. Hey, West Side, Best Side. I'm sorry, how does that go? There you go. Way to go, Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> Who has left Joe at home with the children tonight. So, uh, Joe, this is kind of what you get for, uh, you know, for turning in your man card with uh, the pours that you had for your beers during this episode. They got Apparently crocked. He, yes. They got, they got a, little bit, uh, a little bit fuzzy-headed. They called the drunk line the shit beers drunk line. I don't know anybody who's ever done that. No, no. Well... I know a couple of celebrities that have called the shit beers drunk line, but we'll get to that when we... Uh, I um, Marco knows people, okay? Yeah. He knows people. Connected. Craft, craft Parenting Podcast. Let's get back to this one. Okay. Um, they, they, craft Parenting Podcast always does a really good job of being educational about the beers that they drink. Uh-huh. So there was a really good section about what a Hefeweizen actually is, the difference between a Hefeweizen and other common styles, wit beers, ales, American that kind of wheat. thing. American yes. wheat beers, absolutely. Apparently... Throwing a rock into the wart Hot stones. is an acceptable method to brew beer. Also one of my nicknames in high school. Wh- which one? Hot, hot rock? Stones? <laughs> hot stones. Hot. Oh. Oh. Oh, my. <laughs> they did reveal pretty early on that the entire episode was recorded in typical Bavarian garb. Although no one could yeah. see it, so I'm not entirely sure why they felt the need to dress up. But if that's their role play, if that's what gets them going for the night, hey, <laughs> we don't judge. No, we not at all. We do not judge. Not at all. Matter of fact, we're dressed the same way. I know. I'm wearing my right leader right now. It's awesome. Right now. Let's see. Joe outpoured, or I'm sorry. Oh, he did outpour Caroline. I can't even read my own handwriting here. Uh, his head was always better than her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that kind of turned into that's a CPP truth. after dark kind of thing, I felt like. Don't know if they meant to turn the recording off there. Uh, there was a really cool fact that I didn't know. Christian Moorline was the first brewery in the States that was certified for the Reinsgebot. Blah, blah, blah. As I completely skip over my own. Reinheitsgebot, which is the traditional German brewing. The purity uh, well. The purity, exactly, exactly. I did not know that uh, that, that was all Christian Moorline. Well, I don't say all Christian Moorline, but that they were the first. So that was a really cool 
learning nugget for from my was it Huda Pulse? Huda Pulse. Okay, nice. Okay. Okay. So the so the Huda Pulse brand appreciate that. So producer David is here. Okay, so Hudipol was the brewery that made the beer. Christian Moorline is the brand. Producer David is fact-checking us as we go. Really appreciate you doing that. I do, do you need a laminated show sheet to write stuff down on for us? Okay, I, I have one. It's at the, I think it's either at the end of the table or in my case. So we'll, perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> Caroline also, I'm sorry, Caroline mentioned that she is a certified project manager. Does that make you a pimp? The PMP? <laughs> Not the PMP? Okay. Okay, because I always love seeing PMP behind someone's name and saying they're a certified pimp. So I wanted to make sure yeah. I gave you the proper accolades for what you're doing. There's going to be a lot of eyes inserted. I don't know what A lot of eyes inserted in the PMP. Me. All right. All right. <laughs> and then the, to kind of re close up the recap, how do you pronounce... Hefeweizen, Hefeweizen, Hefeulopagus. Is there a right way? Is it kind of like Kraft? What is Kraft? What I is the proper way to pronounce Hefeweizen? Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen. But yeah, and then you have to, you have to like move your eyebrows up and down when you do it. Hefeweizen. So I do want to say I apologize to Matt Damaris who could not be here tonight for always giving him a whole bunch of shit about mispronouncing Hefeweizen because apparently none of us ever say it correctly. So I can't, uh, I can't throw shade anymore. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, really it's like can. pecan and pecan, right? Or Caribbean or Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah. Pecans so are what truckers pecan? use. Nope, the pecan <laughs> rum. No. I do. What's the difference? Boom. Well, all right. Mm -hmm. We are learning all kinds of stuff tonight. This is great. This is, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, so producer David has just educated us on the difference between okay? pecans and pecans. It's $3 a pound. <laughs> so this was a really fun episode of Craft Parenting Podcast. I really like their, their more educational episodes to where they dig into a specific style and they also had a couple beers already when they started this one. So it, it, it kind of escalated that level of fun a bit. So really loved it. And it Caroline is here tonight. So thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate your podcast, your support. Yes, thank you for your And for putting up with us, support. making fun of you week after week. <laughs> we do it because we love you. That's right. All right. Well, what, uh, you know what? I just realized... What's that? We are a craft beer podcast, and we didn't say a damn thing about what we're drinking. Oh, well, we wouldn't be a good one if we weren't drinking craft yeah. beer. Uh, so but <laughs> we are. We are drinking craft beer. I don't yes. know if we're a good podcast, but what no. are you drinking? I am drinking Dorothy's New World Lager. I forget who it's by. It's a California Common, which is a steam beer, and it is really, really good. Toppling Goliath. Toppling Goliath. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. And I am having the premium pills from Pipeworks. And that is on Slow Pour.
I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> I'm leave it alone. I've said the, the problem is I've said the joke before, so I'm gonna All leave right. it alone. Yeah. Oh, there we go. There you go. There we go. All right. What do you want to move on to next? I say we go to the Bruce Traveler Outcast podcast. Sure. All right. Let's do it. Um, I actually had a real name count for them because Ah. they have a, it's not really a drinking game. It's kind of a, you know, air quotes, punishment for saying their actual names instead of their Bruce Traveler names. And whenever they say their real names, they take a drink. In this episode, they said real names seven different times. Okay. So we may have to start keeping track of that a little bit. And the Bruce Travelers were? The Bruce Travelers in episode 18 at Esoteric Brewing. The Wolf. The Wolf Returns. Quick Trip. The Bruce Traveler himself. Beer is Not for Boys. And Sea Ray. Sea Ray, yep. Yep. And I, I do have to say, we need more from Beer is Not for Boys. Her voice is an incredibly important one that we need to have more of in this community. She did talk a little bit about, you know, just life getting in the way and not having time to do stuff. So hopefully she's going to start doing some blogging and hopefully getting back into the podcast uh, at some point because the, the few episodes that she released were absolutely phenomenal. And we need more of those in, in our sphere. Yep. Right, Julia, so have you been to Esoteric? I have. I have been there a couple times. And it is delicious. But I always feel that I'm underdressed, and I am always afraid that I'm going to spill beer on like the velvet seats that they have. Like the banquettes. Yes. Yes. The chaises. The semicircle banquettes. It is so gorgeous. But my God, it's like I'm afraid to to mess up while I'm in there, even though they never make you feel that. No. It's you walk in and you think, my God, I'm in a high class, high end establishment, but they don't make you feel at all like. You need thing, to have a dress code, anything like that. The only thing that really frustrated me mm-hmm. when I went to Esoteric was uh, the beginning of it, which is I parked behind Esoteric, and I had to take a photo of, I don't know, my license plate, and then I had to text the thing and pay for something. And it was like 12 minutes that I was sitting there in Esoteric just trying to figure out how to pay. That's a me problem. That's not a them problem. I totally admit that. But... After that 12 minutes, I really enjoyed myself. I enjoyed the beers. <laughs> what do you mean half the breweries in the city? I've never had to do that at Sonder. Well. <laughs> not going not gonna to happen that Marco often. is getting all kinds of crap from not everyone here in the audience about how he doesn't have parking apps, which makes things so easy. So easy. No. Yeah, I, th- I think I have yeah four or five parking apps for the different areas around town that okay. require parking to pay. But that's cool. Yeah, Esoteric's a great place to go to. Back to this episode of the Bruce Travelers Outcast podcast. Um, they did talk a bit about Esoteric's dress code, and you know you don't need one, but you kind of feel like you should have one when when you walk in. They also talked about Esoteric's beer board, like their tap listing, right, and how it doesn't seem to fit the aesthetic of the place. That was the one thing that they did make mention of yeah. that really seemed out of place. Like one of these things is not like the others. They're, they're, the, the way that they have their draft list really didn't match the aesthetic of the de- decor. But by the same token, the wolf and I think it might have been Beer is Not for Boys said that they never even noticed that until it was mentioned where Bruce Traveler and Quick Trip both said that's one of the first things that they noticed when they walked in was... 
they could do so much more with how they displays the beer displays the beers that are on tap. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I guess I'm from Kentucky now. How they display the beers that are on tap. So it's like the Kroger's and Myers. Kroger's and Myers instead of Kroger and Myers. Saunders. Yep. yep. Parks displays. One of the cool parts about the Outcast podcast is they let you know about all the breweries that are within a five-mile radius. It took them a half an hour. It took them about half an hour to go over them all, so I'll just narrow that down to you. There are ten different breweries within three miles of Esoteric as the crow flies, which is very important to say. Right. Because according to their, their circular radius of breweries, Darkness Brewing is well within that five miles yeah, but, you but to get the there river. you have to cross the river which is very much a mental block Not for anyone happen. traveling to to different uh, breweries in the area uh they did not have a brewery rep this episode another segment that the bruce traveler outcast podcast typically has is a section where they talk to someone from the brewery and let them know about things like how many parking spaces do you have how many uh or do you have event space are you kid friendly do you have food on site so the, Alca- the Bruce Travelers tried to cover all of that themselves, which is pretty cool. They knew enough about the brewery to yeah. give a very good recap. So if you're curious about esoteric brewing and everything they offer, this is definitely the episode for you to listen to. Yeah, and, Di- and Diamond uh, lives very close mm-hmm. and has even emceed events there. So having Diamond on was as close as you're going to get to... Having a brewery rep. Having a brewery rep. If you couldn't have a brewery rep. Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Let's see. What other things were there in this episode? There was a really, really cool part that actually took up uh, probably the last 15 to 20 minutes of the episode about going into a new place and just walking in with confidence and knowing that you belong there, even if it's somewhere new that you feel like maybe it's not your space. And I'll use the dress code as an example. I'm a t-shirt and jeans person. The first time I walked into Esoteric, I thought, this is not where I should be. This isn't, I I, I don't fit in here. But as they put it very, very well, I drink beer, they serve beer, so therefore, yes, I belong here. Go in with confidence and know that you belong anywhere that you want to belong and own it. And then you end up shutting the place down. Uh, then they closed down this episode uh, the way they normally do. They talked about the beers that they drank during the show, and they ranked them in using the one to five untapped scale. Uh, I don't think any of the beers that they drank were below a four, but it, they also talked a lot about beers that weren't currently available, mm-hmm. which I feel like kind of skewed this part a little bit. But right, they were thin. clamoring for pumpkin beer, and this was like a month ago. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's a live show, folks. Oh my god. That was great. So, yes, yes. So wait until our shift beers recap and you will find out exactly what uh what this laugh break was uh was all about. But no, this is a really good episode. It was about fifty minutes long, so not something that'll take up a lot of your time. Right. And again, if you are interested in esoteric brewing, if you have not been there yet, A, what's wrong with you? I don't know why you haven't checked this place out yet. It's amazing. Beers are fantastic, the space is fantastic. This will answer all of your questions about that brewery. Yeah. 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 And and places around it. Yeah, for sure. All the breweries within five miles and a whole bunch that are within three miles as the crow flies. That's right. So get out there and 
if you, I mean, I, personally, I would be chauffeured. Yes, uh, yes, Mark, you will I need a driver. I wouldn't drive myself. <laughs> and so again, how did you, so when you went, how did you get there? You'll huh? drive there, you just won't park. How did you I get did there it when once. you I went? I was very nervous. I was, okay, I, was okay. a, I was a wreck. Okay, as long as you didn't have a wreck. I did not. Get, okay, not good. then. Not that, not that, not that particular trip, not that but maybe another trip. Time. Yes, Jeez. another trip. All right. Anything else on the Bruce Travelers Outcast podcast? Listen, follow, support. Absolutely. All right. What do you say we move on to? Do you need to drink or Always. are you good? All right. No, I, I have plenty. Well, no, I didn't say now. you need a new drink. I said, did you need to drink? Because we're about to cover the Cincinnati Brewcast. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Everyone drink. All right, Cincy Brewcast, and this is going to be a fun one for us to cover because it's about BC's Bottle Lodge and how they are changing, which is going to, I don't want to say impact us, but we are going to have more of a, we're going to notice a lot of those changes more than someone that only comes here on occasion. Right. Producer Caleb and Producer Brian from BC's were the guests on this episode. They were out at the Liberty location, so not here in Montgomery. And the gnome was talking to the owners of BC's Brewing Company. If that doesn't let the cat out of the bag right there. BC's Brewing Company. BC's Brewing Company. So cheers to them. I am very excited. They are going to be moving out of the retail space and into... The brewing space which is going to be really really cool um they are they said they're the only tap room right now that has permanent side pull taps so for all of your slow pour needs um i believe that sonder had some temporarily well high grain has I think that's one fake well that's fake, news. fake news okay well bottle shop okay i don't know do bars fall under bottle shops? So for, so for right now, we're going to say they're the only bottle shop that has a slow pour tap. Yeah. While producer Brian and Josh from Ship Beers are trying to determine, does that count bars or is it just tap rooms or, you know, bottle shops? We, need more. we need more. We absolutely need more. Right. Producer Dave. <laughs> oh, my God. We don't know who's saying what anymore. Um, there was a very, very interesting com uh, conversation about Old Nas X and yeah. who Old Nas X Old actually Nas X. is. Yes. If you like Lil Nas X and you're interested to see who <laughs> Old Nas X Old is Nas or X. who is going into the Old Nas X space, <laughs> definitely listen to this episode because that was... <laughs> well, they also took about 15 minutes to talk about how exceptionally exquisite their palate was. This <laughs> is true. This no, is we, spent, we spent years just honing in our palates. Basically, they were drinking the beers that the brewery reps were bringing in, and that's how they developed their air quote palates. Is that what we're saying here? <laughs> it sounded so pompous. We're, we're going we're to get kicked <laughs> out of here. We're going to need to find a new place to record after I, this comes I out. I appreciate that, but they really just... Like, no, no. My palate, our palates, amazing uh, palates, so the best palates. The uh, it's best not, palates my, not my words, other people's words. They have the, I have the best palate. That's accurate. <laughs> that that sounded exactly <laughs> like producer Brian, who is not here to defend himself. So he's, he's I'm running to, with it. He was supposed to be, to be here. here. He's supposed he's to be not. here. He's <laughs> not. Therefore, this is on him. No, but our palates. 
trying to kill he, he probably is going to listen to this episode to see what we say about him, but normally, no. <laughs> yeah, he only listens this when he's true. on. This is true, he only listens when he's on the show. So Gnome actually revealed one of his major complaints about BCs, which is a complaint that I think you and I also share. Right. It is that the bar stools are too high and all your legs do is swing when you're sitting on them. It makes <laughs> you feel like a child drinking your beer. And if they can just lower some of the tables, lower some of the bar stools so you feel like an adult when you're drinking your beer, all problems would be solved. I'd fire Cintas because <laughs> someone needs to, you know, give this place a, a, a little fresh scent. Well, but that's another problem. Not that was on the podcast, but the fresh scent that sometimes impacts the palate yeah, that they true. say. So are they tasting the beer or are they tasting the cleaner? The fabuloso? The fabuloso. Yeah, just stay away from the fabuloso. <laughs> All right, let's get back to uh, this episode and more about how BC's Bottle Lodge is changing. Um, when they move over to just a brewery, it's going to be a mix of their own beers and guest taps because they have a whole bunch of taps at both locations and they're right. not going to start out with making 20 different beers so you will still be able to get guest beers local beers on tap here there just will not be that retail uh, piece to it they want to yes they want to they want to be able to provide their version of what they feel are great beers and then mm -hmm. round out their tap list at least in the beginning because mm -hmm. all of this we know is probably subject to change oh absolutely as yeah. they yeah find their way, right? Right, and, for sure. And their for voice. Sure. And I think they also struggle to actually uh, translate to the audience what it is their voice or their mark is actually going to be other than, hey, we're going to provide great beer in the styles that we pick and round out our tap list with other things that we're able to procure. Mm -hmm. uh, but the package is going to go away because it has to when you switch to producing and that's all just licensing legalese kind of requirements not right. something that they're saying we just don't want other people's cans in our space correct? they should have a beer that always that you can just block producer david you has just, his arm up he, he has blocks. he has either a question or a statement producer david please educate me more because you know that mike's <laughs> no i mean Right. So the, the impression was that, that what BCs is going to do is focus on more of the traditional styles, but then allow, and, and correct me if I'm putting words into your mouth here, or not. Um, that they're going to be putting the, maybe the adjuncted, the, the other non-traditional styles as those guest taps from other breweries, other, other places. Does that, is that correct for me to say for, again, correct. Your impression, right, right. And, and like you said, Marco, as well, as things go, correct. It's going to be traditional beer. I'm not going to say done exceptionally well because that's a trademark infringement on another, another local brewery. But, but they're going to be doing... They haven't made a... There's not even... Sure. The demolition's not even done. I, I don't oh, no, want to talk... I believe de they said demo was done. Demo's I, done. I, I have faith in the brewer. Sure. Because... Let's call it. Let's, let's do a conference call. 
<laughs> he's going to, Brian's going to be here. I have faith in the brewer because he knows what he's doing. I know him. And, we'll and do a he, bonus with he Brian. He brews it at um, Matry. But they're, they want to produce uh, exceptional beer, as does anybody. Well, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll wait and drink it. Yeah. And you'll know. Yeah. Right? So. But they're keeping some non-traditional styles via the guest taps that they're going to keep until, I don't even want to say until, but if they decide they want to completely get rid of guest taps and have all of their own beer, that's going to be, they have plenty of taps to do as much as they want to do in bigger, small batches. Their 15-barrel system is big enough Mm -hmm. to fill out their tap list once they get once they get rolling. And that's the I mean, original Rivertown system, right? That they bought? <laughs> I think they said. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Listen to the episode, find out uh, where they're getting this from. Um, something that we already sort of touched on with, with uh, producer David and all that is that I'd written down what kind of stamp does BCs want to put on the Cincinnati craft beer community? And I think that we already touched on that as far as they want to do traditional styles. They want to bring... Just that, um, bring player one into into the fold, basically. <laughs> well, I, I think what's really cool too is when talking about the they talked about the connections they have in the industry because mm-hmm. of how long they've uh, been uh, doing what they're doing, doing yeah. what they're yeah. doing, and, and and just fans and supporters of craft beer. It is great to hear the story that they had an interaction with with mm-hmm. Madtree and the help that Madtree has given them, which is, which is great. And they, they do touch the surface of some of the interactions that could be positive or not positive necessarily in, in the industry. And I just, I think that, I think that it's going to be, okay for them and as far as interactions in the industry. I think, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be just fine. I think everybody's going to rally around to support them to see this business change into what it is going to be. Yes, producer David. Does this mean they can't have blocks anymore? Does this mean they can't have blocks anymore? So if you're a producer, wow. That's an excellent question. I, I don't know. Okay, so yeah. so they've tried to sell to other breweries in the area. So I believe that they shout out, shout the, out blocks. the blocks. Cheers to Everybody blocks. Cheers to blocks. Woo! Raise your glasses. Thank Sponsor you so much for sponsoring our one year. So amazing. I still can't get over it. It's it's awesome. The the big block of blocks that we have sitting here is fantastic. Um, to kind of wrap up a little bit on this episode, they did touch on distribution. Their plans for that. They did touch on. Where their where their brew house is located or will be located. The other thing is, I wanted to hear about the, what was this Wet Willie's food or no, something no, 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 that's no. going there next to Popeyes. Popeyes chicken is a no. <laughs> so in the, in the space I, that's being constructed where their their Mason brew house tap room is, Walt's hitching post. Wet Willie's shrimp and grits is going to be the food of BC's brewing company. <laughs> Never heard of it. May or may not be true. You got to listen to Cincy Brewcast to find out. They are hoping for an early 2023 open. Thank you. And uh, yeah, 
that is subject to change. So definitely keep an eye on all of BC's social media pages for updates as as the year progresses and as we find out more and more about BC's brewing company and what they're going to be doing. Yeah. Mark and uh, let me know if you need a full-time bartender. All right. There we go. Anything else on this episode before we get on to shift beers? No, I think that's it because I, th- I think at some point that uh, producer Brian is going to show up and we're going to have to do uh, a, bonus. a bonus episode. Correct. Why don't we get, why don't we take a break? Let's let's pass out some blocks. Uh, you need a new beer. I need to see if I need another beer, and we will be right back, guys. All right, we're not getting started quite yet, but I want to shout out my mom for showing up tonight. Thanks, mom. To our live show. Thank you, mom. Thank everyone. You, mom. Give it a give a shout out to my mom because she's awesome. She supported us from the beginning, and. I really appreciate her showing up here tonight. Moms are great. I wouldn't be here without my mom. I wouldn't be here without my mom. We are back once again. Woo! Yes. Thank you to everyone who has stuck around for our final podcast recap of the night. Also, thank you to Block Spike Dice for sponsoring the the pod tonight. Yep, I was Uh, just about to say, I think think we have given blocks to everyone here. We did. Everyone of legal drinking age. I want to make that Of legal drinking age. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Marco, you have a new beer in your glass. Uh, What do you have? It's the same thing I had before the the premium pills. All right. I'm doing something a little different. I got Mad Tree's Sway, their strawberry guava vodka soda, but I added a strawberry blocks to it. Hell yeah. And it is... Really, really good. All right, so one podcast to go. Okay. It is one of the most fun podcasts that we have to recap. Yeah. It is Shift Beers, and it is episode 90, Micro Goes Macro. Okay. All right, so the the entire crew was there, so you had everyone from Josh, Beth, Chris, and the Button. Yep. Everybody was there, and what, what they mean by Micro Goes Macro is microbreweries or smaller breweries, what some could consider craft breweries, that were bought out by the big guys, AB AB InBev and such. Right. So I will go ahead and just say that the the breweries that they brought to the table, Stone, New Belgium, Platform, Dogfish Head, Mm -hmm. which are all very good, although I'll be honest, I have not bought any Platform beer since they sold out. Yeah, I didn't I either. missed their small batch IPA series when they were still craft slash micro slash whatever you would want to call it. Let's see, the drunk line. They always shout out their drunk line, which we are going to shout out as well. 804-445. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. My bad. That's all right. That's all right. It's high we're five. We're doing this live. Here. It's high five. <laughs> Let's uh, take three. Okay. <laughs> Eight zero four 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 five two three three seven or eight zero four high five, five beer. beer. Woo! So give them a call only if you are drunk because if you are not drunk and you call the drunk line, holy crap! Will they not give you ever-ending just misery for it? Though they did post their very first call to the drunk line. They did. Which was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And if you listen to Craft Parenting Podcast, you may have gotten a sneak peek on that. That's right. It was fantastic. Uh, One of the things that they talked about during drinking, which actually lasted less than 20 minutes. Right. Very, very proud of them. They they, did good. They tightened that up. Jadrinking. 
Jadrink. Did I add a G to the end of Jadrink? <laughs> to, to there, what are you drinking a segment? Fine, we will all drink to that. Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen. Uh, Brittany with an I, is that better or worse than Brittany with a Y? Or a Brian with a y, y or an I. Or Kroger with or with... Or a thom? T-H-O-M, I see. Geoff? Yeah, what is it? Or, or Kroger with or without the S. Which one is better, worse, right, wrong? All we know is Chris's wife is amazing and she has gorgeous feet. Has she sent you the pictures? Oh, yeah. Oh, multiple. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm telling you. So, so good. So good. <laughs> completely unsolicited. <laughs> Oh, so <laughs> he has the experience. Hey, you know, you know. I will say it is better than the joke that was made about uh, about Gnome and his children during our first live episode. We drove if you a don't couple know, of people out. We drove a couple people out with that one. If you don't know, look back in our catalog and listen to that one. It was amazing. Um, so, because Josh from Shift Beers is here, I can let him know this to his face. Natalie Portman vegan not vegetarian and you know that because she tells you every single time you say anything she is vegan but that what but i did yes when you were talking about thor and all that good stuff yeah the, or did or did he or did he maybe maybe i am making this up you'll have oh. to listen to the episode two she is very swole so good on her there was a really interesting debate, or I don't want to call it a debate, but a conversation about what what microbrew again, microbrewery is a weird word, but in the scope of A B in Why is it asking my phone to approve your phone to I don't know? I did! It's done, I think. We'll find out. I'm not a oh wait, I am an IT person. Oh, we have some <laughs> Some Vitas going on here. So this will be our background music while, uh, while we talk about this episode. <laughs> Everyone here is doing the Vitas, and it is amazing. Uh, you need to look for the video. <laughs> the video of this, this is ridiculous. This can't be real. So, so they played a song during this episode that, that I've known about for, for years, and it's ridiculous. They're not going to let this said, one on YouTube. No, they're definitely not going to like this one on YouTube. We'll get demonetized. Not that we're monetized. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> so... <laughs> Look up Vitas, V-I-T-A-S, on the YouTubes. It is... This guy is crazy. Absolutely can't, crazy. can't be real. But he is. That's the thing. All right, so they had a conversation about who is next as far as these smaller breweries being potentially right. bought out by the bigger breweries. Yeah. Totally TAFs. With the, with the contract brewing that they're doing, totally TAFs. Actually. Maybe. As much as people say it's not going to happen, uh, I mean, just from the way the landscape is, Rheingeist. They were employee-owned, just like they, New Belgium. True. And true. the employees decided... We can make money by selling out. It's I, it's not 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 exactly, but I know what you're saying. So, anyone from Rheingeist who listens to this, speaking Don't of, sell. where is our Rheingeist rep? I have beer for him. 
This is twice, two weeks in a row, that he has stood us up. I am very, do you need the volume up again? Oh, yeah, I was. I, I, I tried to censor timing, you. but. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so we're going to have this in the background during the rest of the Ship Beers uh, recap. I am going to say the, the radio filter that they do makes it very hard to figure out the burps. It is just enough to where I'm not sure burps are happening or not when that amazing radio filter is put on for their... I do need a clicker. If I had a clicker... I was... Okay, ah, so I was... Okay, okay. Was. So for everyone wondering what the weird laughing is about, I, I, get, a pa- I get a package. I get an Amazon package delivered with another Amazon package because I order too oh. much... Shit! I... Hey, talk to him. Talk to him. I was wondering, I'm like, I'm looking at this, and and so Marco and I had talked about, well, okay, let me go back a couple steps. There was an episode of Shift Beers. (laughs) There was an episode of Shift Beers where they were saying that, you know, Julia's probably driving down the road with one of those clickers in her hand counting the burps and it's like no I, I listen at work like a responsible person and like you know make check marks in my right. notebook it's like using the Russian you, you got to do that on the clock exactly you do that off exactly the clock. I mean come on now so the other day I get an Amazon like you know like like any good American I get like 15 million Amazon deliveries every other day that America. you know my Josh is like what did you order now and I'm like it's we need it it's stuff we need well there was another box that had You know, stacked on other boxes. Yes, yes. And I'm like, and so I didn't think any. Yes, I and well, and I'm like, okay, they put one item in one box and one item in another box. No big deal. They do that all the time. So I opened the bigger box first. Okay, it's stuff I ordered, and I'm like, well, then what's this smaller box? And it's one of those hand counter clickers, and I'm like, okay, I know ship your. My first thought was I drunk ordered it because <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm looking through my Amazon order history going, when did I order this? And I'm like, I didn't. I'm like, who the hell sent this? And Josh is like, I bet it was Shift Beers. And I'm like, who at Shift Beers has my address? So I was very, very confused. But now we know. And Uh. it is amazing. So every burp, you guys, our listeners probably can't hear this, but there have been audible burps happening throughout the show that I'm holding the clicker up and counting them. We are, we're at eight so far. And apparently Ship Beers did get Marco and I clickers and producer David. I haven't, I haven't seen the other ones. So Marco, well, let's. Well, Julia's is bigger. This has turned into, this has turned into a competition between the gnarly gnome, Cincy Brewcast, and Ship Beers. Who bought Truth Beer and Podsequences, the better clicker. Uh, uh, mine, see. mine has four. So I guess nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. Yeah. Same. Same. Okay. Ooh. Same. Ooh. So, so <laughs> I'll I'll be honest. Shift beers. I apologize because I thought this came, I thought this came from shift beers. So I apologize for ruining your, your gift to us because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love doing what we do so, <laughs> so much. 
<laughs> so we now have multiple clickers. Now we can check you. Now you can check us. Please. Absolutely. Shift beers recap. Let's go ahead and keep going with this because we don't have a whole lot. <laughs> oh my God. I hope some of this is being picked up on the mics because it is absolutely amazing. It is the best thing that has ever happened to me in our entire year of podcasting. All right. So we already taught. Well, we kind of mentioned who we think is next. And then we got into clickers, the radio filter, making it hard to hear the burp, the burps that are happening. I miss platform small batch IPA series. So fuck you, AB and Bev, because you've ruined platform for me for all of time. I didn't I didn't get into platform all that much. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, because I some really of the only like their their IPA series, so. some of the biggest things they had that were hype were sours. And that's just not my deal. There, there are enough good breweries in Cincinnati. We don't need platform. Kind of going back to shit to more of shit beers. We need a new segment. Shit beers. Beth's fashion tips. Ah, Beth's we need, fashion we tips. We need more. So if Josh is not going to give us regular twisted tea tips, we need Beth's fashion tips. Because apparently her fashion, not, not frequently enough. I need more. I need more. So there is one last thing we need to mention about the Shift Beers recap. And okay. if you've listened to our show before, you know exactly what it is. Yeah, things are coming off the rails here. So we don't need to tell you what it is. I will say that in episode 90 of Shift Beers, 57 burps, which is 100 and, uh, 114 ounces. 7.1. 7.1 pints of your favorite beverage during this episode of Shift Beers. And there we go. We got Vitas back on the pod. This is another really fun episode. They're all really fun episodes. Yeah, they're really fun. I love listening to Shift Beers and just all the absolute nonsense that they happen. I love the absolute chaos that they create for our show when they're here in person. Yeah, There is for sure. nothing better. It's a blast. Uh, outside of that, that is our entire podcast recap. <laughs> but we have, before we close our one-year podcast anniversary ah, episode. Woo! Hey, one year. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We we asked for for questions. From the Twitterverse and the Instagramverse, we said, are there any questions that you have for us? We're going to keep Vitas We had one. Send Vitas. A single question. Joe, a teacher teacher named Mr. Kemp. All the Joes. So many Joes. So many Joes. This was an amazing question. I, I had to think about this really hard. I'm glad you did. Because you didn't? Uh, not as hard as not you Not as did, hard, probably. yeah, yeah. See, I took notes, and, um... No, they're all I up here, nothing. Julia, right in between. <laughs> so, so, Joe asks, and, and this is a great question, out of all of the shows you review regularly, so some podcasts are not on my list because it's not a regular thing, if you had to pick one episode of each to sum up that show or to recommend their show for new listeners, what episode would it be... This also includes our show, Truth, Beer, and Consequences. Ah, yes, it, it is. That's a phenomenal question. So, Joe, hey, Joe, thank you for being here tonight. Thank you. Hey, thank everybody. And thank you for this question because it really made me go back. And some of my responses are for episodes prior to Marco and I starting this podcast. So, we did not that cover makes sense. them. 
Uh, but I'll go over my list, and um, then we'll kind of go back and forth sure. with, with that. Yeah, because uh, we're ready. gonna we're gonna start with the Cincinnati Brewcast. Drink, drink. Oh my God, a sway with the blocks is so goddamn good. So Cincy Brewcast for me, it was season six, episode forty-six, which aired March fifteenth of twenty twenty-one. So prior to us doing the show. A refocused life with Dogberry and rediscovering what's oh my important. God. I almost this, I I think I might have shed a tear yeah, during that. I, I absolutely I absolutely did. Like, um, and I'm not joking. This, right, right. No, a hundred percent. This was an episode that it touched on both the importance of Dogberry and craft beer in Cincinnati, as well as like all. Somebody being really figuring totally out what's wrecked. important. Yes. Somebody's whole life being wrecked by COVID nineteen. And their perspective coming out of that. Right. And that, it, 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 that podcast was, it just, it stood out. It, it, it did. And it was, uh, it, it definitely was something that if you haven't listened to, you should listen to. And uh, maybe it would make you uh, feel about supporting Dogberry in a way that you, you wouldn't have realized mm-hmm. otherwise. I mean, all of... The Gnomes episodes are important because Cincinnati craft beer needs to be shouted from the rooftops. But this episode stuck with me and really, again, it touched on the importance of, of local, of supporting local and how when you go into a local brewery, the, the, the beers that you buy isn't just, I'm just buying a beer. It supports someone's livelihood. It pays their bills. And the things happening in their lives outside of the brewery, you have no idea. And no idea how those day-to-day events impact the beers that they make. And this was, I, I don't know, this episode encompassed everything. And I think, I think if, you, yeah. if you needed to be introduced to Cincy Brewcast, this episode touched on absolutely everything. So that's the one that I would recommend. Good shout, Julia. Thank uh, you. I'm going to try and bring us out of the the you know tough um just place that that podcast puts you in and but it's for a good reason mm-hmm. i'm gonna say my answer is oktoberfest sonder last year that was a good one that was a good one everyone was having a good time that night Gnome, that was <laughs> gnome jangle so many so many people in the in the Brewing industry, uh, just you know, having fun, drinking early, mm-hmm. I, and for a long it, time, yeah, <laughs> early and often. That's uh, <laughs> that's the way you celebrate Oktoberfest, yes. and, and you got to hear a lot of uh, brewery owners, uh, people that work at, at breweries, and uh, 50% of which remember. yeah, not yeah. everyone remembered that episode, even if they were on that episode. Yeah. They had beers. That's where that that's, that's where that phrase came from. We've had we beers. We had beers. It was amazing. It was really fantastic. So, so great job, the Cincy Brewcast, yes. and and uh, you you can just like we talked about uh, Uli last mm-hmm. week. Yeah. About being very modest, uh, that you know he paved the way for for uh, breweries in that state to come along. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, Gnome is is very modest about saying, "Look, you you guys would have a podcast without me or not." And mm-hmm. the truth is, uh, I don't know if that's the case. Yeah. So, yeah. thank you. 
So leading right into that, the next one on my list was Sonder Stories, uh -huh. which I I know that they are incredibly busy, but it's been a while since we've had an episode, so hopefully we see more from them. But if not, listen to their entire catalog. It's amazing. I had a couple because I really couldn't decide which one was that I felt was kind of the episode to introduce Sonder Stories to someone with. Um, I thought about the Oktoberfest episode that they did. Yeah. But I think I'm going to say that the two that I decided on, well, I guess three, uh, Chapter 71, which was Chris from Second Chance Kicks. Oh, Because yeah. that really focused on their, their support of the community and making the greater Cincinnati area a better place. Yeah. But also any chapter that they did with Olivia from Kings Island, which Hell is yeah. chapter 60 and 66. Totally agree. Olivia was the most amazing guest. I almost did Country Boy because that was an amazing episode as well. But I think Olivia took their episodes to that next level with well, the play that they had uh, in, in between everything. I, I think, and, and there were some of the some of the funny intro highlights that came out of the episodes that she was in with, uh, you know, with, with the Sonder team. So I'm still I, waiting for them to release a beer with like a salad emoji. Oh yeah. That only people that listen to the podcast will understand. I absolutely agree. So yeah. I, I second that uh, suggestion okay. with Olivia. All right. Uh, let's move on to Bruce Guy's Happy Hour, newer podcast, but definitely a regular in a rotation for uh, their season two. I picked episode three with Fritz Maytag because that was yeah. just a lot of fun to listen Fritz. to. And also hearing Fritz kind of shit on Urban Artifact and sour beers <laughs> was amazing. I don't like those sour beers like and sour I, don't, beer. I don't get it. But I thought that episode three, again, there are only eight episodes in yeah. this season. So listen to all of them. Listen to the entire season two and season one as well. But if you had to pick one episode, I would say episode three of season two with Fritz. I would say uh, recency biased. I would pick okay. Uli, the episode with Uli. Sure, just sure. because right from the get-go, right, right from the bat, is like, okay, we're in for a good time. Mm -hmm. He uh, just, it was, it, it, the story was crazy. Oh, was it, uh, it was about, amazing, yeah. It, it, about his brother saying, oh, my, my brother will buy that brew house. And Ship this, like, this brewing and, equipment over the oh, yeah. overseas and I'm gonna, I'm to gonna a state that can't a, even brew beer. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to brew in a state that you it's not legal. And it, but yep, the, yep. the whole banter, of the, the whole way was, was, was fun and amazing. But also uh, the close second for me, if I'm not picking your episode, was okay. the, the episode with um, – uh, the Smithsonian. Oh, um, I almost said Teresa. No, Teresa McCullough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Teresa. So that's my, that was that's a good my one second too. on that one. All right. Hustle and Brews. Ah. I picked episode 17 with Delgado's Cannoli Bar. Yes. Because yes. that was an amazing episode. It's, it, was a, it was a hell of a lot of fun for them to record. You could tell. And it really focused a lot on... I feel like it, it really emphasized what... Matt Damaris is doing with that podcast with emphasizing a local business, a local entrepreneur, and even more so than that, how that local entrepreneur is trying to help support the community around him. Yeah. And that was, that was my pick for Hustle and Bruce. That's a, that's a great episode. I truly, truly enjoyed it. And I also followed up with Matt a few times, mm -hmm. uh, who's the Cincy Bruce traveler and also a hustler baby. And a uh, friend of the show. 
I followed up with him to see how he's doing, and uh, apparently he's doing very, very well. A lot mm-hmm. of uh, new things came his way after that podcast, uh, so that's fantastic. I'm going to pick the episode with Michael. Michael Amon from, from Medina. Medina. Uh, yes, that was a good one as well. He is a friend of That was my runner-up. Absolutely, yeah, he a, is. He's a friend of ours. and I uh, will say I like how he's not just Michael. He's Michael from Medina. Like, yeah. that is that is his identity right now. <laughs> wow. Yeah, when it's your business. It, absolutely. Go. That was a good one, too. Uh, still sticking with, with Matt or the Bruce Traveler, the, blue, the Blues, the Bruce Traveler's Outcast podcast. Uh-huh. I had episode 10. Ailmatic Artisan Ales. Yeah, they really got into that one. I believe that was the first episode of theirs that we recapped because we poked a bit of fun at saying that they really enjoyed the little Nas X theme to the brewery. And that's where Matt told his wife, the wolf, that's not what we said. And his wife had to explain. The point of the show is that there's some. (laughs) For anybody who doesn't know, not everything we say is accurate. We want you to listen to those shows to find out the truth about what we say. But yeah, so I picked Ailmatic Artisan Ales for the Bruce Travelers Outcast podcast as my episode to introduce someone to that podcast. Yeah, uh, I liked it. Um, I think as much as I try to distance myself from it, (laughs) I think I'm going to have to pick when we we were in West Virginia. And uh, that's all I got to say. All right, we will. Marco, I am so glad you came back from that trip. Dangles! Yeah. So glad Dangles came back. All right, let's talk about uh, what I think would be a good intro episode to the Craft Parenting Podcast. And Caroline! Caroline! (laughs) We want to do it again? Ready? All right, everyone everyone here. One, two, three. Caroline! I love it. I love it. I love it. I picked episode 50, the one where Bachfest returns. And the reason for that episode is it was an amazing combination of both the fun that they had at Bachfest and the educational piece that they are so good at with explaining the Bach style, how it came about, and how Cincinnati really embraces it. What was the podcast? Which episode was it where their friend was talking about all the part, the Christmas parties they throw? Which one was oh, that? Shoot. Yeah, oh shoot! Yeah, what episode was that, Caroline? <laughs> they drank so many beers, and there was so there was, there was so, an episode. We'll have to look was, this up. There so was that an was the one that that was the one I would pick. Is that okay, when you okay. you had a guest and it was about these the the, the Christmas absolutely parties. amazing Christmas parties that we needed an invite to. So yeah, make that, make the, that happen, they, Caroline. They were they were trying to top themselves with the biggest trees yes. and. and that was a you know, very all fun the, one. All the cocktails and the little drinks and all these other things. I mean, for me, that that was probably, if I was going to say, hey, go listen to Craft Parenting Pod, that's the one I would All I would right. Play. That's fair. That's fair. And shift beers. Uh-huh. I'm going to let you go first on this one, Marco. Okay. Because um, all the episodes are amazing. I don't I'm gonna I have pick trouble with that one. Gas Station Singles, number one. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I I liked the one when you had uh, Gail. Oh, Gail was amazing Gail, with the flubby wubbles. Gail, because... The Gail episode, that was awesome. Because, that was really good. I mean, when you make jokes... <laughs> about ab- someone's son. About... S- 
<laughs> having sexual relations with someone's son in front of them. I mean, it's, come on now. Uh, does it does it get any better than that? <laughs> it does. It doesn't get it any better than that. Yeah. About <laughs> yeah. Every dude at the table wanted to <laughs> <laughs> wanted to do things to your son. I mean, come on now. The walkie-talkies. The yes, walkie-talkies. yes, that's right. That's yeah. right. Chris For came me, across that, the walkie-talkies. That's the one. That's the one I was. Hey, if you listen to if you listen to this one, and if you like it, then then you know listen. Uh, to the rest Mm -hmm. that would be my first pick okay that's fair i picked a different episode i picked and someone else here shouted it out episode 30 with jeff from lagunitas yeah jeff from lagunitas that was awesome jeff is still one of my heroes from your show my god yeah if we ever get out to lagunitas i mean we (laughs) We need to look Jeff. jeff up you need you need to call them back and find out if jeff still works there no, jeez. Hey, we are not taking three hours to record this show tonight. We, that is that that is that is a shit beers thing. That is not a truth beer pod thing. But, but to, oh jeez. But to round out this question, what episode of Truth Beer and Pod Sequences would you recommend? I could. I I still. This, this is a tough one for me. All all of them all is of a them. perfect answer. Uh, this is a tough one for me because I I feel like so being the one year uh, podcast anniversary, I feel I, like this one. Yeah. I feel like we are always trying to seek to to be better, and we recorded I don't know three four five pods before we ever test released episodes, one right test episodes and then we released one and I felt like we've tried to be better now whether we were or or not is up to you. But we've tried to be better every single episode. I think there mm-hmm. are some things that stick out in some of the episodes that I feel are, are funny or informative. And so I, that, that's tough for me. I think, I think the, the podcast that we put out where I said that, oh, oh producer David. Producer David, <laughs> you, you have a statement for the class? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You did get to listen to some of the test episodes. Negative one, negative two, whatever it was. Okay. Yeah. Everything is awesome. Oh. <laughs> oh. The everything is awesome negative episode that we yeah. didn't air because it was a test. That was when I figured out what this show was. And the humor of the show and the idea behind the show. And the, the so that's when the idea of the show, the humor, everything came together for you was, okay. So have we been able to continue with that mark, like from our first actual published episode? That was the peak of it. Okay, okay. So we've, we've gone so we, downhill. We peaked, okay. We actually peaked so before we, you got to listen. All so. right, all right. Well, note taken. All right. So maybe and one of these the, days I will actually edit and that, release that, one of those. Yeah, so okay. right. that bit itself... That bit itself, the everything is awesome bit, it's not dead. I just haven't found the right place, place for to it. bring it back. Right. Yes. So um, I think when, well, for me, one of the one of the things that makes me uh, laugh every time I think about it is when I I recap. Uh, 
Joe from Craft Parenting Pod. Oh my going God, to, yes. To their trip, their trip to Hungary. I. Oh my! He almost uh, killed me. So I, I was laughing the, so what, hard. And the thing is that because I was not expecting it. It's a, to anybody who to anybody who listens to this show regularly. If you think that I, I, I practice impressions, you're wrong. If you think that I, it, it yeah. If you think, if you think, if you think that I, if you think that I actually script out jokes, you're wrong. And uh, you're giving Everything me too much credit. Everything we do is off the cuff. My you're, God. you're giving me too much credit, uh, <laughs> and which nobody should. But for me, I, I thought that was uh, yeah. uh, pretty funny once it came out. I uh, couldn't. I couldn't decide, so I should have written that one down. But that definitely is probably our funniest episode. And I even left in like five minutes of me just gasping for breath, trying to stop laughing because re-listening to it to edit, I couldn't stop laughing. Like Josh, my, my Josh is looking at me like, what is wrong with you? Why are you crying? Because I was laughing. I don't know. I think that for our show, there's not really a best episode to listen to because they all recap that previous week's show so everyone's gonna hit differently because some some of the podcasts that we cover what does morgan freeman think that's a good question that's a good so can we get marka freeman or i'm sorry morgan freeman on on the line to uh to just throw out a random episode number something between one and 52 for people to listen to if they've never listened to us before yet somehow stumbled upon our live show you start at episode one, truth, beer, and consequences, you need to give them 50 weeks until you understand you probably don't need to listen to 50 more weeks. <laughs> what, does Liam think? what does Liam Neeson think? Yes. Okay, Liam Neeson, should people listen to all 52 episodes of Truth, Beer, and consequences? No. What? What? Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Gil- <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> if you... Truth, beer, and consequences. Was walking on a beach. They found a magic lamp. They rubbed the lamp. And a genie popped out. The genie said, I can grant you one wish. Chris, where did your kids go? Oh, there they are. They were behind you. All of a sudden, I look around, and Chris's kids had disappeared, and I'm like, oh, God, where did they go? They just... You're tapper parenting. Okay, cool. They were directly behind you, out of my line of sight. I got scared for a minute that we lost the children. I have a very particular set of skills. All right, we have if you don't no more. To okay. truth bearing consequences. Oh my God! I will find you. He's still going. I will hunt you down. Do I need to hit the mute button? And I will make you listen. No. To shit beers. Because <laughs> they're a better podcast. Guys, thank you so much for helping us to hit our one-year podcast anniversary, episode fifty-two. <laughs> thank you to everyone who showed up at BC's Bottle Lodge in Montgomery today to, to cheer along with us uh, on this journey. Thank you to Blocks for yes, giving us a big-ass box of Blocks. 
We are going to pop a bottle of Prosecco and shove a bunch of blocks into those glasses yeah. as soon as we're so done recording everybody to stick celebrate. Around. So we're everyone that's here, if you want some Prosecco, we're gonna have the thank you to Blocks producer for providing ben, that. Thank you, Producer Ben. We're thank you, Producer Ben. Pop a Prosecco, throw it in a pitcher, put blocks in it, and everyone's going to uh, get Enjoy. pitted. We are all going to get pitted tonight. Blocks. On a blocks bought night. the Prosecco. So thank you, everyone. And Julie, I just want to say that uh, when I contacted you after the weekly pint over a year ago, uh, I truly appreciate you being open to meeting a stranger. And, <laughs> a stranger uh, from the internet. A stranger from the internet and getting together and talking about uh, creating a podcast about podcasts, which sounds extremely silly. And uh, it is. And that's why we have fun with it. Absolutely. And we're going to keep doing it. So thank you, everyone. Thank you to everyone who's been with us for a year. Thank you to anyone who's come along uh, just new. Thank you to everyone who showed up to BC's Bottle Lodge for the live one-year podcast anniversary. And we will catch you soon. All right, Marco, what are you going to be doing next Tuesday? You know what? I don't. I... I'm going to be listening to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts, and I'm going to get together with you here at BC's Bottle Lodge. To talk about it? Cheers. I'll Cheers. be here with you. Have a good one, guys. Mm-hmm.